inquiry, shared silence with the inquiry. Time any questions at all that have risen out of the day, the days, sometimes coming from the meditations, daily life, uh, instructions, talks, etc. Please uh, feel free to ask anything that you may wish to speak about. <coughs> By all means do so. At any time the person who is speaking or myself can say thank you to bring it to a close. Then three minutes or so of shared silence together and then another person may wish to speak and in the silent period maybe some reflection on what was said or meditation and then I'll say anyone, anytime, another person uh, then may wish to speak. Remember for the fullness of listening both uh, outwardly and inwardly so that one is listening to any inner responses that are taking place during the inquiry. <clears throat> Priority given to those who uh, didn't speak in the previous inquiry and in the sense of uh, fair play and being PC it's one gender only today and we <laughs> all know what the gender is. <laughs> So, if any woman would like to come. <laughs> yes, one girl. Come. You okay with the? Mm -hmm. yeah. <coughs> um, last time um, we did this, we were talking about the war. The war, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm really aware of the war inside. Yes. Mm. And um, take, take your time. Well, I'm aware of the war inside of me, mm -hmm. and um, but my my real question is people I work with, yes, because I know some things, some steps I can take for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I work in addictions unit, yes, and um, there's a lot of people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol, mm -hmm. and a lot of people come back again and again, really want to change, and they don't know they just can't, mm -hmm. and it feels to me that there's like a force that's Preventing them from mm. from getting on with their life. Yeah, sure. And it it feels like a war. Yeah. That there's part mm. of them that really <coughs> wants to live, and then there's a part that's just going against. Yes. Their life, mm. and um, some one of them committed suicide um, about a week ago, mm. and that really came at, you know for me how it looked, yes. knowing him in his process. Yeah. And it it reminds me of the movie Star Wars. Mm -hmm. You know the forces of good and the mm. forces of evil, and that's what it, it seems to me with the people I work with, and yes. also in myself, but not to the same extent. Yes. So I'm really it, more interested in how to work with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, a lot of the inner work 
that we do on ourselves can provide raw material and understanding for working with others, since it tends to be rather by degree in terms of the conflict or the wars that go on within and how they manifest outwardly in many, many forms. And as you've mentioned with the people that you work with, they are at war. There is a war within taking place. So those of you who are in the role that you have have a special responsibility to help people work work through through this. Um, in terms of the war, the difficulties or wars that go on within, how would you describe them? What would you say? What, what, what can you learn to take out the conflicting messages or patterns or uh, activities that go on with within? people I work with? No, with, with you. Oh, Inward, with inwardly. You okay. say there's more within. So right. go to um, yeah. Well, like I make a decision to meditate. Mm -hmm. Or let's say here, you know, there's part of me that just wants to go to sleep. Or go yes. into fantasy. And then the other part wants to stay present. So part of me wants to... Yeah, there's like mm. a force that's. Yes, yeah. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Um, or at home doing some practices at home when I'd really rather do something else. Can you hear? No, no, be a bit louder, if possible. Um, if possible. Okay. Um, at home, being too tired to do practices yes. and oh. literally going mm. to sleep, is, yeah. or doing something fun instead of practices. Yeah. So in many. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs> I won't go and ask any more about that. <laughs> um, so, in in a way, it is again a more more subtle. One aspect of keeping alive, uh, another another aspect of going to to sleep, and another person trying to stay alive within themselves, and another part of themselves killing themselves. Yeah. And so the subtle and the uh, gross expansions of this uh, take, take place. What is it that you find most effective in working with the addicts? What, 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 what do you feel can be nourished and cultivated? What do you think is important? Um, I, I practice seeing something in them, like the goodness in them. I look yeah. for it, mm -hmm. and then I hold that. Yeah, right. Um, no matter what else is going on. Mm. And sometimes that resonates for them, that they don't feel like all is lost. Or yes. But that's, I, um, I haven't figured out a way to help them do that on their own. No, no. Um, um, it, and I, I think, in fact, what you said there is the, abs the absolute pivotal essential point. So, in um, the tradition, that is the, the Buddhist tradition from the Buddha, he speaks of the three refuges of life. Refuges. One, of course, the, the awakening, the great one. The second, the Dharma, that which contributes to it. And the third is uh, the Sangha. And uh, the, the Sangha is um, men and women who are supportive. And I think this applies in this situation as much as it might do in any, any kind of context here. And that is the, the core problem. 
that sometimes we have the hope that the self can do it for itself. Understand? And the refuge and all the renewal that comes can't come from the self, or very rarely. It, uh, it actually comes from the people who give support to make something happen. And therefore, uh, people uh, uh, like, you, like yourself. And that sense of Sangha, that sense of community, and the AA program obviously is a classic example of what I mean, but that sense of uh, community is what gives people the support. It's another way of saying that the self can't choose of itself always to do that which is, which is right against that which is destructive. The self, as you see with the tragedy of the suicide, uh, the, the, the despair and the feeling of uh, one step forward, three steps back for other people, that the self cannot choose what is right of itself. It is sometimes powerless, virtually, not totally, but virtually powerless in, in the face of obsessive or addictive uh, tendencies. And, and therefore that focus really must be on, this is our situation, we all, whoever the we is, work uh, together. Every, that sense. Um, and so the person takes refuge in the community of caring people. Something about that is, has to be uh, uh, established. And then that, that's, the res to me, the place of the resolution of, of problem. Unfortunately, given the society we live in, it doesn't recognize this, and it puts the place on individualism and individual choice. And it's unfair and unwise, unskillful, and of course it leads to tragedy. Uh, there. So that also means it's not always so easy for people in such a plight and circumstance, when they are not in this, say, an environment of uh, counselling and cooperation and, and skilled people, what is their environment? That, that, and, and, and who are they with? And who are such people talking to? And who uh, is supportive? And are they going into situations of isolation and loneliness and acute vulnerability, therefore the alcohol and the drugs become their refuge for the self to escape into. And, and it's, it's this aspect of cooperation to end suffering. You know, it's a tremendous, I think, personally, tremendous insight of the Buddha that he makes that as important as awakening in life, as knowing the Buddha in life, and as teachings. That he's given us exactly the same status. We're all in it together. We resolve problems together. The resolutions of them uh, come together, and we take the burden of the self having to do it all for itself. And somewhere, with the skills and the practices and guidelines and massive amounts of support and uh, and love and the disciplines. That there and environmental considerations, all of that has to weave in to a sense of community working to resolve problems. Not, it's never, it's never uh, easy, and, and particularly with uh, the addictive personality. But there, sh there has to be, a, I think, a real 
emotional, psychological uh, change and, and shift that we, we work together to resolve. We don't just you know, help people and send them back, help people and send them back. Find some way to think about the sense of community cooperating and working together to resolve the problems within the community. And, that, and that's the power that community has. And this, as I said, the self does not have that power and that is clearly evident despite the willingness and the wish, you know, and the best heart of the people that you work with. But sometimes the tendencies and the self is... is Crippled in all of that, and the more understanding and working uh, with the difficulties within ourselves, as I said, c- can provide a lot of good resources and insight, you know, for others, for whom it's just an intensification, like not being asleep and being awake. It's very, very subtle between um, destructiveness and being in, and 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 trying to keep clear, but it's the same dynamic. That's going on. Somehow it helps bring us a genuine empathy uh, with, with those whose circumstances are very fragile. Thank you. Um. You mind with the. What? Don't mind this. Mike. Okay. Talk to it. You don't mind the tape it being no, taped? No, I don't. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to it if you like. <laughs> You're not going to get much response. You might be a better teacher. I don't know. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, the question I want to explore is one that's been on my mind for several months. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not directly relevant to here, but probably mm-hmm. in some way. Um, I've been paying a certain amount of attention for a few years to the situation with prisons here mm-hmm. and uh, putting people in prison and capital punishment. Mm-hmm. And um, needless to say, not very happy about it. This is just, I mean, you probably know the just enormous numbers of people in prison in this country. Highest in the world. And say say a little bit uh, more. Uh, the, the the figure is uh, one in every one hundred and seventy-three yeah. people are and in prison. And far higher if your skin is black. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 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 of course it's and 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 by European standards, the sentences which are being given out are, are um, medieval. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. barbaric. And uh, an electric chair is the modern equivalent of a crucifixion. Yeah. It, 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 is, it is utterly uncivilized. Yeah, I and, agree. Uh, and, and, and I think most of us in Europe have any sensitivities about these things are simply appalled yeah. that this country allows and permits uh, uh, this uh, to go on and on. And condones killing. Oh, oh abs- absolutely. Ab- ab- absolutely. It, it, it's a, a, a nightmare. And uh, yet all of our protests from uh, within in terms of these things. But it has Amnesty International and, and everyone who has any sense of what human rights are uh, all, all, all about. 
We can protest, but have to find ways and means, and that means organizational ways, way, ways and means to uh, change this uh, situation. So sometimes feelings in one particular um, area uh, uh, arise, and one hears the figure, sees the situation, hears people's stories, and the various uh, kind of sentences that are admit, uh, that are given out for sometimes relatively minor things, mm-hmm. incredibly Possession long sentences. Middle Ages, it's prehistoric. <laughs> so all, 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 all of that which, which uh, uh, goes on, and something, but it's one thing to speak about. What, what, what else can be done? How can, what well, can you the, respond to? The it? thing I go back and forth about is I also have an interest in the benefits that have been found of uh, teaching meditation to prisoners. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I go back and forth between which which place to put my energy yes. um, between those two. And I think that um, I can't do both because I think if I'm teaching meditation in prisons, I won't be respected if I'm working to change the system. That it's sort of... Um, uh, will be considered that I'm... Um, on the prisoner's side, and therefore not, um, yeah. not to be listened to in terms of uh, working for organizational change. So, it's it's an issue for me trying to figure out which. Yep. Is important, you know, to change people's mind or to change the system. Um, not yes. that it isn't. Not that the two no, are related, <clears throat> but which way to go the, in this the, particular. The, 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 having been in prison and visited them with that uh, in mind, that the significance of working from within, it is less theoretical. One's, one is touched and impressed by what goes on in prison, in all, in all the ways that it goes on. And that itself, though it's, um, it isn't, uh, isn't easy, it it's kind of it gives one more of a feeling experience mm-hmm. by the actual direct contact with the prisoners. The risk is that um, those who uh, control the prisons, the authorities, as well as the prison officers, particularly if they're kind of conservative as a small c, um, will view your presence in there with suspicion, and yeah. in, uh, uh, there, but. One is uh, striving to, to generate some sense of uh, justice within the whole judiciary system. And, and, and I think if one can take the heat, it's genuinely worth um, the, consi- the consideration of both within, within the prison for uh, in, uh, inmates, for them to come to a deeper knowledge and understanding of themselves, and therefore to change that intense negativity that pervades prison life mm-hmm. and, and therefore something to deepen uh, within themselves. It isn't easy, but it's uh, very, very important. Otherwise, nothing will change and the same mindset will come out as went in. Mm-hmm. And society refuses to recognize uh, this. Yeah. 
and, and the language of choice is, is, is absurd once again. And, uh, sec- and secondly, our outside, to keep in that sustained and persistent and, as someone said to me, another matter today, prodding matter mm-hmm. with those who have uh, in influence that the, the, the law and justice system that we live in and live, live under has to have an utter re-evaluation of what its, pri- what its priorities are. So if, if possible, both, sometimes it isn't time, energy, capabilities, etc. And also I think the way that it's viewed from the outside, whether you can do both and be effective. Mm. You, you, you ha- have in, within prison, with some inmates, um, some difficulty because some will view um, meditation as a way of making them more compliant and submissive to the system. And one's got to be very clear and, and uh, focused on showing another way for them to live and be, and, and yet um, it doesn't appear to them as being submissive to a, to a system which they, which they hate. Mm. And therefore, they can't do anything about, so then of course they turn on each other, uh, or some, uh, some do. And some you know, really undergo enormous transformation d- yeah. d- despite the, n- the, the intense negativity of the atmosphere of these places. So have you taken any steps or is it this has been a concern for you for some uh, weeks, months or longer? What's the well, present? The present is that I'm not doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. Partly because my life is in a little state of flux right yes. now. Mm-hmm. My plan is to start doing something once I'm settled. I have in the past been in a, something called a community reparative board in Vermont, but I'm yes. hoping to Massachusetts and they don't have those no. boards there. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I'm not doing no. that. No. So it, it, the, first, the first step, of course, with these when you move through the transitional period, uh, is to find ways and means to make contact with people, obviously, who are, have the same concern and priorities. And, of course, a good friend of IMS is uh, Bo Olzoff and his, his prison, prison ashram uh, projects and all the support that that gives to help enabling prisoners, give them resources to change their inner life and therefore to really develop as, uh, as uh, human beings. And other organizations who sense that the political climate has to be changed as much as the inner climate within the prison system itself. And there, are, there will be, and there are organizations uh, there, and it's getting information and literature. It's once again the usual hassle, going out to endless meetings and all, all that. But it's real work of compassion, for sh- absolutely, for, for, sh- for sure. And, and there needs to be a, a movement for, for uh, a change. Yeah. Because... <coughs> country is just incarcerating <coughs> more and more people. Get them out the way. Get them out the way. Get them out. Get them out uh, out the way. And uh, a, a situation both for people who are in prisons and uh, and for prison authorities. Life could be just as hellish for for the prison officers there with the with the fear and, uh, and gr- aggression that gets unloaded, and uh, and for the very 
people in in this in the societies uh, as well. There's a new kind of prison that they're building. It's a private. I can't remember the name of it. A private prison, and some Russians came to look at it, and they said the KGB never built or did anything like what we do in our prison. They're right. guaranteed to drive people mad. Being in there. Mm. Just yes. horrendous conditions. Yes, yes. It, it, it is this. Uh, it's the it's the the the, the policy, of course, of um, um, inflicting pain and punishment yeah. as a way of resolving people's problems, and that was reflected today when on the um, uh, the front page of Time magazine with this uh, tragedy in Colorado, Colorado and um, what was the concept? It was mobs. Monsters, yeah. The monsters from next door. Oh, God. See, it's the, the terrible situation in the school, and uh, two of those who have pulled the triggers on the cover of Time magazine, the monsters from next door. What, what, demonizing. Uh, terrible si- uh, situation. And, and indirectly, it would de- demonize the family and, yeah. and, and relatives. And, and and the whole way uh, it goes on in Britain. I'm not saying it's there, but it uh, just needs to find, as I said before, ways and means to really say this this is an oppressive situation to live under, and it's a denial of human rights to find ways to explore these areas of, of violence. All right. You tell him no and send him back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I actually get triggered by a woman who's just up here. But no. um, uh, the situation, I'm not sure if I need to accept this or if I can change this. But, mm. um, most of my life, most of my adult life anyway, I've been politically active and uh, working on different social concerns. I've also had a reasonably good Dharma practice up until six years ago when I became a father. And um, I, I, the way my life is right now feels like um, it doesn't feel like it is. Um, I go to work and I do family, and I value those things mm. greatly. But I feel like there is a great part of me that's uh, uh, not present in my life, or, or not active, not lively. Mm. And um, you know, I, I wrestle with this a lot. Um, I, uh, you know, my wife and I used to talk about uh, uh, peace and justice and non-dualistic ways of understanding oppression. And mm-hmm. Now we talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need some of those meditations on feces. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it, w- 
Um, it would be easy, a bit too easy to say, six years ago I entered into a new role, role, parenting. That took away Dharma practice in its conventional form, yeah. uh, being here. That, that's the cause and the effect is there, and then that has further effects in other ways as well, you know, changing the level of conversation or, 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 or whatever. So, has it been um, impossible for it to be any other way? Parenting means denial of uh, retreats, or loss of retreats, or loss of sangha, or loss of practice, loss of time, outside two or three roles. Because it sounds like the roles, work role, parenting role, husband role, is heavy on you. That's what it sounds like. And, and therefore the self is kind of locked in to it. Does it have to be? Um, the way you're answer, asking the question makes me want to say no, it doesn't. But <laughs> Good. But um, it feels that way. Yeah. It, it may not be, but it All feels right. that way. Right. So what, what are you going to listen to? It feels like I'm just working, parenting, husbanding, and or is there any gap, chink, in there which says, well, perhaps it doesn't have to be that way? Well, I think there's a, a number of little gaps in there. Oh, good. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I was about to say, retreats are totally out of the question. I can't do those. <laughs> <laughs> So let's just get our terms straight. <laughs> so how come you're on, here on retreat? <laughs> it was a very big deal for me to come on retreat, sure, I have right. to say. And, and uh, I wouldn't want to inflict this on my wife on a regular basis. You know, she's, uh, this is my 50th uh, birthday present, and uh, nice. uh, she's... Uh, the real present is her being a single mom for eight days. Mm. Um, which but you know, also she might be saying, God, a single woman for eight days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gave you the birthday present. We're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Besides retreats being out of the question, um, um, my days feel pretty yeah. frantic. No, actually, this has been great. You know, I'd like to do this all the time. <laughs> um, you know, you know I've, I've had some struggle here, but I, I, you know, I feel like I've been working with it in a yeah. useful way. Mm -hmm. uh, interview with Sharda uh, the other day that was very helpful and helped me move the practice deeper. So actually feeling rather good about this and yeah. where my All practice right. is at okay. this moment. That's good. Good and I'm feeling, um, I, I've had some insights or understandings that I think might be useful, but then I think as soon as 
um, you know, my son grabs my daughter's crayon and they hit each other and yeah. they start screaming. You know, having two kids going off at the same time is really, it's like hell. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe it's because I had sex in the afternoon. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really pretty awful and it makes it really hard for me not to go yeah. off yeah um, but this right now it could it could be here, here uh, the communication with uh, Shada the practice here feeling pretty good with the uh, practice some insights and understanding coming, coming deeper and in going deeper one touches different places so one of them which quickly and easily arises is fear. Fear is, oh, when I get back, then I've got to go back into, and then all the impressions, the imagery, and, and, the, and the role and the fear is back consolidating itself. And the mind gets a conviction that uh, it will be problematic, and that this is just a break from, and then I'm thrown back into it. Uh, uh, there, but insights and understanding could change all of that view. It, what could change that view? It, the, the depth, the insights, and the understanding. But you're already beginning to shoot yourself in the foot here by saying, "Oh, when I get back, and when the kids fighting over the crayons, and and all the imagery gets strong enough for you to be convinced, you'll be reliving it exactly as you were." Previously, you've got to let go of knowing, being so convinced of how it will be for you. You won't stop the kids fighting, with them, but how it will be for you in relationship to that. But it still it keeps coming back again, again and again. Communication from you is feeling that the sheer amount of time work in those roles is somehow imprisoning. Uh, 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 there, it isn't of itself, and but also the absence of the role obviously means a lot to you. The absence of the role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when you're not oh, yes. being the father, when you're not being the husband, when you're not being at work, right. those times and moments, which there are often plenty of them in all sorts of ways, that's if it's gone dead, it's got to be reawakened. Something's got to be enlivened. In, in, enlivened, yeah. which is not the father, not the worker, not the husband. And that, after six years, sounds like you're sorely missing. Yeah, um, it, it's... Um, I mean, I love all those roles. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. and they are... Uh, um, it, it feels... Or I feel like that's all I am, is yeah. those roles. Yeah, that and that's the problem. Yes. That, 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 that's all one is, and that's impression and the way of treating. So, getting behind the role, which is what you know, things like here are all about, is vital, in your case, vital with some urgency as well to it. So, say who you are not of the role. No reference to those three. Well, 
really have to think about this seriously. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm I'm also a friend. Um, Someone who's, I, I like to think, stands up to injustice when I see it yeah. in my daily life. Um, uh, is that, that, is that if I may interrupt, got the whisper of work in it? Uh, the whisper, but not exclusively. No, all right, okay. Your, your voice is much quieter than when you were talking about the roles. Yeah, well, this is like sort of foreign territory. I'm not allowed to refer to the roles. <laughs> um, it's, I'm really struggling with it. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear you. Know, I, I mean, I could... I, well, there are values I have that aren't... Yeah. You know, they're part of those roles, but they're yes. out of those mm. roles. Um, so that, 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 that's true. And I know too well some of the great values that you uh, share and hold. Getting behind the role, because the values do enter into the roles, obviously, mm -hmm. there. Forgetting the values and the role, then what's left? I give up. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't give up. Okay. Um. Well, I'll tell you what comes to mind, but it feels a little, you know, mealy-mouthed. Um, who I am as a person, that comes to mind. I, um, my hesitation about it is, um, as I think about who I am as a person, it's so wrapped up in those roles yes. and those values that, um, but, I, you know, let's see. Uh, Yeah, yes, fair enough. So, um, we can be in periods of our life where the, the circumstances, the outgoingness of uh, our life through which the doorway for the outgoingness is through the role, the mm -hmm. idea, the picture, the label, or whatever, and we kind of put everything through that and it goes in specific areas. And that's normal and typical enough. But there is some um, natural, deep concern about being consumed, as you're expressing, in all of that. And something it doesn't feel right, it doesn't sit right to be so consumed day in and day out in two or three different roles. Right. And, and yet there's the love and the commitment there. It's not a matter of walking out on the roles or withdrawing rejecting them in any in any way, but there's some sense of something else is lost, the clock 
neglected, forgotten or whatever there. And the recovery of that is so important. Otherwise, you'll be re rebelling against the roles even when you don't really want to. Well, and those parts of me are, um, you know, the, the part that's actually doing something about my, my values, yeah. my concerns, and that's uh, actually doing something about my, my practice, yeah. my Dharma mm. practice. Yeah. Um, you know, those are, those are important parts of me that are uh, dormant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a big part of who yeah. I am. Yeah, exactly, and that that, that certainly needs uh, nourishment because sometimes when we are um, um, getting heavy on the case of the uh, of the the children, actually, it's as much rebelling. The children are rebelling, but then we, in a way we're rebelling against the role and everything that goes along with it. So something else uh, we need um, access to to feel that and and that could be it might be in terms of who I am is you know it's practice who who I am um, is love before the roles start who, who, who I am is a uh, is uh, uh, deep awareness of things or whatever but something other than just the role something which communicates something more expansive than just the role because we will rebel feeling imprisoned and since you've been sitting there the, except for the last two or three minutes the, the voice of imprisonment that's coming across yeah, yeah. You know, kind of justice for you freedom for you as well as much as well and that makes you know, a tremendous difference to the role you said uh, the love before yeah. the roles mm. Yes, love, be, 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 so often we're channeling easily all the love into a person or persons, you know, children, wife or whatever. When it becomes a pressure, then the love becomes reactive, because it's got pressure yeah, yeah. in it. So it, it's the feeling of love, the depth that you referred to early on, the sense of awareness, uh, deeper awareness, the practice, all of those things matter immensely. Because yeah. they, they give a sense of freedom, which the, therefore one doesn't feel a prisoner to the role. Yes. And nobody wants to be a prisoner, it's a, you know, it's a wretched condition. So, and, and similarly and correspondingly, um, the, the, the same contribution and awareness obviously um, must go to uh, uh, your partnership, your relationship. Mm -hmm. you know, she's been extraordinarily kind and, uh, and generous and supportive. <coughs> you know, in another way of saying, here, take total time out during these days from the role. You know, she's you know, taken you out of the role and, and made it as a you know, very beautiful and very deep gift. Has to be reciprocated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I. <laughs> well, I ain't giving her eight days of retreat. <laughs> but <the laughs> if she wanted, it, I would. But I think yeah, I think good. the reciprocation is. And you um, would? You mean it? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I would. Whatever. But but I think um, the reciprocation is um, being more fully who I am when I get back. Yeah, that that's what counts. Yeah, I agree. 
be more fully who I am in the deeper sense of it, and from the deeper sense, uh, the, 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 the role is um, um, rather the external, rather than who I am. It's, it's a vehicle, it's a means to communicate. And the depth, and therefore the absence of the role in every moment, especially where there's joy, where there's love, where there's a sense of spaciousness, uh, awareness, all of that uh, matters so it can accommodate the, the, the role rather than feel bound into, uh, into it. sure how we want to formulate this. Um, it seems that what I'm noticing in my practice yeah. on this retreat, um, the mind keeps trying to familiarize, uh, keeps trying to make everything familiar in some sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was asking in, in the small group about yeah. the associations. Um, Say a little bit about what way is the mind <coughs> trying to make itself familiar? What, what, what would be an example of you trying to keep everything in the known or in the familiar? Come on this retreat, sit on this side of the room. Um, almost sat up here because last time I sat up here. Uh, noticed in walking meditation, all the times I've been to IMS, I've only walked through this door. I, it was shocking to me. I walked through this door. It looks to grab onto something that's yes. familiar. That has, ah, right. But it also takes place in terms of what your talk was about appearances and going deeper. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody's saying something, I'm relating it to, oh, well, that reminds me of or that's familiar yes. to uh, yeah, I get to. And the mind just does not stop doing that. In no. some sense, I, I've had some awareness today of that's what I know when Mark was talking about the difference betwe- between you don't ex- you're not experiencing mm. life then. Um, I, I had some awareness of that today because there's no opportunity for anything to be free-floating. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's all... Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yes. The, 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 that, that's a, it's a common thing. Uh, that <coughs> pardon, awareness, where um, inwardly, uh, that means what we're doing, as well as uh, what we hear, we keep having as the reference point for it the past, and and it, and it's just a tendency in which the past becomes uh, the means along which we travel, so, so to speak. And that can show itself in you know, you know, the subtle and innocent ways that you referred to, where you sit, the way you come uh, in, uh, in here, but and also the way that we uh, uh, listen as well. We'll put it into a certain context, and that also, in a way, will contribute to watering it down. I, I, yeah. I have a feeling, as you say that, of um, feeling something is being watered down. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the in, basically, in your awareness, that if we take listening or 
an experience or something that's happening around you, the me- inwardly, the memory is rather close to the surface. So one sees, one might acknowledge and appreciate memory and the tendency which accompanies it is, is close to the awareness. So as that experience or that information or whatever it is comes in, comes to the awareness, but then it meets the past. And uh, in, in that there's a certain kind of familiarity that goes with it, a certain kind of comfort zone that com- comes with it, and a certain kind of security, safety, feeling of knowing or whatever. Uh, that, and that can show itself from the outer to the inner. And when the memory and the tendency in the past is close to the surface, very easy, in many ways, we'll do it. We'll come through the seat, oh, we'll go and find the same seat, uh, etc. <coughs> um, and therefore, the known, which is the past, the memory, is, from your awareness there, having an exaggerated place. Because the known is keeping you in the zone of the familiar, to a degree. The um, difficulty uh, with this, a very common thing, but the difficulty uh, uh, with it, when it's okay we can get away with it, so to speak, when the, um, the past and the memory has a relationship to the events in the present. But sometimes something can go in the present, the memory is doesn't fit anywhere. Exactly. And then one can feel completely lost and confused, uh, uh, etc. Et so, finding the middle ground um, in all of this um, would be to come through that door, go and sit over there somewhere, and keep exploring uh, the unknown and the unfamiliar. You've got to make it a practice. No, that's, that's helpful because I, I was realizing that something was dulled as a result you, of it. Yeah, your awareness is excellent. Yeah, very, very, and and that just things of the past too close to the present, and sometimes the use of the past obviously is invaluable. It's not to dismiss it, especially when it's a, if it's a favorable. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, right. <laughs> but again, situations arising where it is filtering, it is watering it down, it is keeping it too much in the areas um, of, of the known, and that does inhibit things from running deeper as, as, as well. So there'll be lots of situations uh, here where if you keep this extremely important awareness alive in, inside of you, and lots of small subtle things, you'll notice yourself wanting to go straight to the familiar. Even in walking meditation, I always turn to the right, and if I, when I come around, and if I turn to the left, yes. instead, it, I feel something yes. as a result of yeah. that. And, and, and it's those kind of things, they're small you know, and, and harmless things, but it's just getting the mind and getting the inner life with that, the power of this, that awareness there to learn to be with the unfamiliar. Because life will keep presenting the unfamiliar, and uh, and unless we're working with the unfamiliar and with the unknown, when the more major ones come in our life, 
we'll, and it's utterly unfamiliar, we'll be confused, lost, full of self-doubt or, or whatever it might be. So it's just stretching ourselves um, into those and to be, you know, if you, just talking random a little bit here, but if you just took, whatever, if you say, half a dozen things in a day, just to see, this is the way I familiarly do it. You know, you could, could be queuing the meal to the time you go to bed, to the, where you sit in the hall, I and mean, just took half a dozen things and say, and say, I know the awareness reveals to me, I just do it in this familiar way, right, let the unfamiliar, and just extending the un- unfamiliar uh, there, and that gives more access to the unknown, and to some degree, the uh, work that takes place here is a movement from the known to the unknown. Just today, I have felt it on, familiar, I felt it on other retreats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're in love with the familiar, aren't you? Right? Anyway, go on. Anyway, you, you, you're I feel, I feel beautiful. You're fear, seeing it. I feel fear yeah. when it's just, it's like, it's a moment of, there's space, there's yes. an emptiness. Of yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and, and all, all of that you may have to attend to because quite often with the, uh, uh, the familiar there's a certain kind of security, you take it away and then you get some fear. Because it's unknown, it's what? It's unfamiliar. So you may have to attend uh, and acknowledge the fear, but not letting the fear be such that you go back to the familiar to avoid it. Good, excellent, thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.